Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Make It Rain. I'm your host. Those really cute dogs pictured in the Royals Vogue photo shoot last week. All of them. I'm all of them. Everyone. And I'm Prince George. He's back! It's Prince George of the Reckoning. Um, I'm Hillary. And I'm Zach. Zach uh, Harper, who is uh, an editor here at Yahoo Canada, is replacing our wonderful co-host Elizabeth today because she's unfortunately not able to be here. But the show must go on, and in her honor, in our freezing studio, I am wearing her very large sweater that I found at her desk. So, big ups to you, Libby. I'm thinking about you. Uh, and Zach is going to stand in, and he's going to deliver some thoughts, just like Libby would. Today on the pod, Zach and I have been talking about this today, and we have some feelings that we'd like to get into. A couple weekends ago, last weekend, I guess, uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry went, I guess we should call her the Duchess of Sussex now. Some people get mad if you call her Meghan Markle. I always do because, I don't know, that's that's what her name is, Maggie Marks. And, uh, you know, whatever. People hate on me if you want. She's always Meghan Markle to me. But uh, Meghan and Harry stepped out for a friend's wedding. Uh, and this is on her birthday. She ditches any fun birthday plans to go to the wedding of a friend that she probably doesn't even like that much because it's a friend via Prince Harry. We've all had significant others. We don't always like their pals. Maybe this is one of them. So they step out for this wedding. Uh, Some of the other royals are there. Princess Eugenie is there with her soon-to-be husband, Jack Brooksbank. And so Meghan is wearing this beautiful, a little aside here, on the day that Meghan Markle, Duchess of Sussex, wore this beautiful dress to a wedding. I was shopping myself, and I looked in the window of Club Monaco, and I said, I love that dress, but it's too royal for me. About 10 minutes later, I look at Instagram. You know who's wearing that same damn dress? Oh, man. Royal. Meghan Markle. I called it. Um, So that aside, I I rule. But she wore this beautiful dress. If you guys haven't seen it, you can check it out. Pictures are on our website. Yeah, Canada style. It was basically a beautiful shirt dress, and it kind of had some color-blocked bits at the bottom. So the dress is beautiful, and it's affordable, and that's cool. And uh, we always see kind of those stories about, like, royals wearing affordable fashion. But there was something else that people uh, were concentrating on with this look, and it was the fact that uh, Megan, at one point in the day, I assume it's windy, the top of her dress, it's a shirt dress, so it's buttoned up, kind of blue open a bit to, I guess, reveal a lacy, like, undershirt. Scandal. Or scandal, exactly. It's, this shit's crazy. Like, have you ever heard of undergarments before? <laughs> because welcome to, the, welcome to the show. What? Royals wear undergarments? It's true, no. Zach. They do. No. Royals are just like us. <laughs> they wear undies. Wow. Uh, they wear gotchis. So Megan's gotchis got exposed. Not the under, not the bottom gotchis, top gotchis. People are giving her shit about this. I know you have some thoughts, Zach, on how people kind of keep 
bringing up her quote unquote wardrobe malfunctions, especially the ones that like this one aren't her fault. It's the fault of the wind. Hit me with your thoughts. I think people um, have a really annoying habit of continually bringing up every time Meghan Markle quote unquote breaks protocol. Oh, she's not a royal. She doesn't know what she's doing. This is causing controversy with the family. Well, no, like she's not a royal. And also protocol is like hundreds of years old. Is it not necessarily meant to be broken? Like people do it all the time. The queen does it regularly, very subtly. (laughs) They do. And it's just, I think it's ridiculous how people continually bring up her wardrobe, bring up things that she does with her hair. They objectify her and it's, it's, it's infuriating because it's 2018. It's a really good point about the objectification of it all because, I mean, on the team here at Yahoo Canada, we obviously cover everything Megan wears because people love looking at her outfits. They find her inspirational. I mean, that's why accounts on Twitter like Megan's Mirror and Megan's Closet and what Megan wore all exist because people love that stuff. But the stories that we often see, I'm not saying we do them. We're, we're A++. <laughs> Um, but the stories that sometimes are portrayed in the media are the faux pas angle or like like you said, breaking protocol. And especially when it's something that's very personal or intimate, like how she does her hair or if she's wearing tights or not or if she's wearing makeup, it is pretty objectifying. And we saw this a lot with Princess Diana. We talked about this last week or maybe the week before in our Royal Reads uh, episode of the podcast. But we talked about how Princess Diana felt like the media really hounded her and it was kind of like she was there the people's princess but she couldn't do anything she couldn't go outside she couldn't buy a bag of candy or like wear a a dress with a certain cut without being you know that's front page headlines everywhere that's got to be a lot of pressure mm-hmm. it's got to be a lot of pressure and yeah it's it's pretty objectifying um with the, with the royal protocol, I do find that interesting because, as you said, rules have been made to be broken and a lot of these protocols are, A, pretty loose protocols. Like, I don't think in the royal rule book anywhere, I don't know if there is a book of rules, but let's assume that there is, that Queen Bib keeps by her bedside. Let's assume that every time Meghan wears, like, doesn't wear a pair of tights, like, oh, shit, Scandal. Um, do you think that the queen actively cares? Do you think she like looks it up and is like, ah, well, actually, it says that your skirt needs to be like two inches below your knee or can't expose your shoulders or you can't wear sunglasses or something like that. Do you think she gives a shit? No, I don't think she does. I, she's what, 91, 92 years she's old? old. Like, not that that means she doesn't care. But I think at this point, it's like, Half of these rules were not even really created by the royal family. They were made up by people like Tommy Lassells and the people who were surrounding the queen when she took the throne. And I think like a lot of them are just kind of inherited from Victorian times. And those were probably rules that were created by breaking other rules anyway. So like, I just find it kind of ridiculous when people keep coming back to this point. It, and the intrusion that you bring up kind of comes back to the very pointed press release that Harry put out, what was it, like a year and a half ago about just stop bothering Meghan. Because like, I mean, he's seen that with his mother, how she just couldn't do anything without being hounded. And like now his 
his his partner is experiencing a very similar thing. Not quite, I would say, or I would hope not to the same extent. But I think it's just, it's ridiculous how we continually come back to this and like objectify a person based on what they're wearing and based on how they behave. Like she's a human being. She is a human being. And I mean, like she's obviously... I don't know her personally, but she seems like a pretty good human being. She does a lot of activist work. She's part of a lot of causes. She, One of the things she's also got called out for breaking royal protocol is like when her and Harry went to Ireland and she basically said she was pleased with the um, abortion results that, you know, people in Ireland can now legally have an abortion. That was like people were like, oh, my God, she broke she broke protocol by commenting on a political matter. And it's like. But maybe in this day and age, we need people in that role to kind of say, yeah, this is great. And as a royal in England, I don't condone the fact that in 2018 in Ireland, a woman still, there's so many um, restrictions around who can actually decide what to do with with their body. Like that's, it's probably for the best. And I don't think it will come without, you know, people are going to continue to kind of give her shit. Another thing I wanted to ask you about on this is what where do you think that Kate comes into this I know that I mean the media and the public have have hounded Kate too um they called her weighty Katie when they weren't getting engaged as if that's her fault um you know people have talked about her outfits too but I feel like she doesn't get it as much as Megan do you think that's maybe because Megan was kind of a celebrity to begin with and people feel like she doesn't have what it takes to be a good royal. Do you think it's because she's biracial? Is there like a hidden or not so hidden racism aspect there? Like, what do you think it is that makes Meghan more of a target than Kate? I think to a lot of people in the British media, uh, I think racism is a large part of it. And I think that there is a fair amount of othering that goes on um, with regards to Meghan is biracial, Meghan is American. So... I think both of those probably play a large role in how Megan is treated by the media, not so much by the public, maybe, but definitely the media in England, you can see there's like a lot of othering that goes on and it's definitely tied back to racism, at least in my opinion. So I think so too. And I think it's, I think it's one of those things that if you asked someone do you think that you're being racist by saying by like calling out Meghan Markle for doing this? They would say no. But I think it's maybe one of those things that you, you know, it's not blatant enough to even know that you're perhaps doing it. And I really do hope that changes because I've always wondered, even when like when Harry had to put out his and we had um, we had Lainey Gossip, Elaine Louis on the podcast kind of a few months ago. It's It's all been a blur, but she had called that Harry's love shield and that was kind of like his message to say like leave my leave her alone like she like you said he saw what happened to his mom he saw how people treated her and I think it just it made him very protective but Prince William didn't have to do that and I mean like I said Kate got some some backlash and by no means am I saying like people should be meaner to Kate. <laughs> they should just be nice to everybody. We should all be pals. Yeah. Um, but I really, I would love to see it kind of even out where Megan is no longer like, oh, this American actress that kind of like made her way into the royal family. Eh. 
And she's kind of more of a, you know, she's regarded at the same level as Kate. It actually reminds me in Andrew Morton's book about Diana, which we had on the podcast. He talked about how Princess Diana kind of formed a connection with Grace Kelly, who another American actress who kind of fell into royalty, not fell into royalty, but became a royal and found it very difficult to adjust to that life, which she told Diana. And that's kind of a comparison I see that it's just like, who cares who the royals marry anymore? Like, it's they're, they're figureheads. It doesn't matter. Why is this one a controversy? It right. shouldn't be. Yeah. I think Kate definitely doesn't get the same amount of scrutiny that Meghan does. There's, like, a, I feel like the tone with Kate, even though there's some comments like Wady Katie or, you know, oh, she's not aging gracefully or she looks so old. Like, you see that all the time in comment sections. You she see, has a gray you see, hair. Yeah. You, you oh, wow. It. Gosh, people are humans and they age. Wow, who it's knew? Crazy. Um, like there is, I feel like there's more of a respectful tone towards Kate. And I think it's just, it really bothers me. Not that Mick Kate doesn't deserve the respect she does, of course, but it just is like, it's very noticeable in some ways. So as I said earlier, um, I know we've talked about kind of the controversial look and how the press treats Megan, but I just want to come back to this part about how on Megan's birthday, she had to go to the wedding of... A person that I don't know if she's friends with. Maybe not. Maybe. And like I said, we've all had to do it. Not me. No one ever invites me to anything. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we're not the best people to talk about this. But what do you think about that? Like, it's her first birthday as a royal. Do you think it has any bearing or any weight that she didn't... Is it a sacrifice that she didn't get to do to spend it doing, like, whatever royals do on their birthday? That she had to go to some bougie wedding? What do you think? I'm sure even if she had the day off to herself, she wouldn't necessarily have had the day to herself. There would have been things she would have had to do and obligations she had and she now has that she didn't before. So like it kind of there's a certain amount of it that probably like comes with the territory, but it, I can't imagine it was particularly fun for her. Then again, I'm not her. So, yeah, well, I am. So <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, we had a story up on Yahoo last week about how in the past, what she's like to do for her birthday. She doesn't want any gifts. She just wants to advocate that people either adopt shelter dogs or donate to a shelter, which is cool. So I hope that uh, someone donated to a shelter in her honor or picked up a nice little little beagle like her, her treasured guy, Guy. I don't know. I've only ever read it. I don't know if it has a French accent. <laughs> um, but I mean, at the end of the day, it probably wasn't the worst way to spend a birthday. It's kind of like when people have their wedding on New Year's. And it's like, well, at least there's a party going on. So at least I have plans. And there were really tacky colored balloons at this wedding. So it's just like a party. <laughs> yeah, I can see that for sure. Like I had two friends this past year who got married on New Year's and it was awesome. But to get back to like what we were saying, I just think that like it's probably just the thing that comes with the territory for her. I don't think she's probably grumpy about it. It was a wedding, you know. You don't sign up for being a royal without having to go to some weddings. Man, she knew what she was signing up for in some ways. In some ways, she probably has like, what probably have I done? Not. <laughs> probably not. No. Uh, yeah. One more thing I want to talk about is at this same wedding, Prince Harry, and this podcast listeners will shock you. Prince Harry, the actual prince, um, someone took a photo of him, an eagle-eyed... Twitter users have noticed that on the bottom of his shoe, he has a large hole. 
And people think this is hilarious on the internet. They're like, if a prince has has holes in his shoes, so can I. Or like, he's just like us. Like, the man just put on a pair of shoes that happened to have a hole in them. The hole, I saw a headline. I admit, I clicked on it. I thought it'd be like a large gaping hole in the leather of the shoe. It's literally on the sole. You can't see that except for the fact that someone photographed the bottom of his shoe. That's insane. Zach. Do you have any shoes with holes in them? I have many shoes with holes in them. You are you are a <laughs> prince, and I am happy to have a true royal on the podcast. Why, thank you. Um, I think that's all for us this week. We're going to do a quick episode in Libby's absence. We've got our thoughts out. We've aired our grievances. Uh, so we'll be back next week with more fun and merriment. I promised you jokes would return this week. I hope you had some laughs. If you didn't, I truly apologize from the bottom of my heart. And I will tell you a joke on next week's show that will make you laugh, cry, and sing. Until then, you can, as always, download us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can tweet at us at, at YahooStyleCA. Okay. That's all from us. Bye! Zach, you have to say bye! bye. <laughs> Very Sorry. good, Zach. Thank you. <laughs> And that's all from us today. And almost time for lunch. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.